Spiritual the Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Spiritual the Podcast. I'm Nikki Renfro Martinez. And I'm Haley Nakawi. And welcome to another episode. Woohoo! <laughs> Sorry we weren't here last week, but we're happy to be back this week. Yes. Things have been crazy, but we're really excited to be back and talking about a couple of interesting topics this week. Yes, so many interesting things. It's also Haley and I's spring break from mm-hmm. uh, where we teach and Haley's on vacation and I'm on spring break at home, but I have lots of stuff. So it's been, it's been a week, but it's a good week. Yeah. It's like reminding us that spring is coming and summer's coming and yes. the weather's going to be changing in Chicago. It already started, it already started a little bit. I feel like, I mean, today it's yeah. 40, but it's been like up and down. I think it's supposed to be 60 this weekend. So yeah. So Thank goodness. Fun. If we could get an early spring, that would be big. <laughs> mean I think lot. we will. I think we will. I put away my winter coat. So nice. Well, then, then it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I put it away today. So I'm hoping that we're done. Well, today, I think we wanted to start with spiritual bypassing, which is not something I had heard about until Nikki started talking about it. But we think it's pretty relevant right now and is a good thing to be aware of. Yeah. So spiritual bypassing, I haven't done like a ton of research on it, but I had an, uh, an incident happen that I brought to, I told Haley all about it and it's a a clear example of spiritual bypassing, but I know Haley, you've like looked into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You have like a a definition of what it is. Yeah. So John Wellwood who passed away in basically what the early 2019. Um, and so he talked about spiritual bypassing And basically, he defined it as using spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep personal, emotional, unfinished business, to shore up a shaky sense of self, or to belittle basic needs, feelings, and developmental tasks. So I feel like we've mostly talked about it in that it's been used recently in in ways that we can pinpoint um, ways that people are putting off furthering themselves, bettering themselves mm-hmm. um, with kind of like blanket statements or like really like what sound like spiritual enlighten, enlightenment, like broad stroke. Yeah. yeah. Like giving, like you said, blanket statements instead of addressing like bigger issues or kind of invalidating people's experience with spiritual mm-hmm. concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's totally what it is. That's what I think of it too. It, it happens often in, there, I can even think of an example. There was a lady who used, I used to work with and she was always nice to me, but I know that she wasn't a very kind person in general to a lot of other people that I worked with. Mm. And she would, you know, write these passive aggressive, mm. not even passive, like aggressive emails and then would finish it off with like, and I'm sending you all the light and love and then <laughs> name. And it's like, no, you can't just, you know, put this thing over in hopes that like people think that you're, you know, kind and, and wise and yeah, so that was one example. A spiritual person that I follow that I I highly look up to. I follow them on Instagram and I've worked with them on a, a number of different things. And I'm not gonna say who it is, mm-hmm. but that person had put out this meme, they had insisted this meme that had no context. And it was the two people. One was like a white man, blonde hair, blue eyes, and then another one was a like white person, the color of paper. So like they, you know, they could have been any race, but it was the color of paper. So Mm -hmm. they didn't have a skin color and they were bald and you couldn't tell what what gender or really anything was Mm -hmm. on them. 
So the person who's like the color of paper was crying and they're clearly upset and they say, how dare you not be outraged, outraged and afraid? Are you not paying attention to the world? And then this white man says, actually my inner peace is not dependent on external circumstances. In fact, by caring for myself, I'm caring for the world. External trauma can't be healed until we heal the trauma within ourselves. And that's all this person posted. They like put a little heart saying, um, we can't have an honest and balanced collective until we heal the separation that lives within us. And there was no context about like what mm -hmm. this meme was directed towards. And I went to the original post to see if that person had anything and there was like nothing, no context. And I just remember being so furious that this person who has this really big platform and you know, preaches all of this really amazing stuff would put something out there that said this. Mm -hmm. Because in my eyes, of course, I was like, I have absolutely no idea what this context is. There's, there's none. And I looked for it and I couldn't find any. Mm -hmm. But with that kind of thinking, it's pretty much saying that like, your experience is invalid because you aren't doing the inner work. Right. And I am. And so therefore, anything that happens outside of me isn't, isn't important. Right. And I'm going to keep doing that inner work because that's the only way to heal the world. Right. And in so many ways, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. If you're only doing the inner work, like, yes, we, we do have to do the inner work. And I agree with that. But you, at, at some point, that inner work has to come outside of yourself in order for you to make a difference in the world. And I was thinking of it in the context of um, like all the racism and mm -hmm all of that that's going on right now. And I mean, of course, it's been going on this whole time, but specifically right now. Mm -hmm. And of course, like black people are upset. I mean, pe pe not just black people, a lot of people are upset. But if we're thinking about this was before, you know, everything came out with what's going on in the Asian community. This was like over a month ago that this came out. So I was thinking specifically the black community and mm -hmm. with everything that had happened over the summer and people being like, why are you so upset? Like riots and shouldn't be happening and blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, like, of like, how can anyone tell anyone why they should be upset or why they shouldn't be upset or outraged by what's going on? Of course, people should be outraged. And I don't think that it was, you know, ironic that the person that was saying, you know, yeah. I, I don't, nothing outside of me has mm. anything to do with me as a white person, because that's like such a white privilege thing. Yeah. I'm like, well, I only have to worry about myself because like, yeah, of course you do. The world is like made for you to thrive right, and right. not put you down. Like the world was made for you and everyone else, you know, they have, they have to look at those kinds of things. They have to look at racism because it affects them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on so many different levels. But of course, as a white person, it doesn't. Right. So. And you can't say if you're not allowed to judge my, my response to these awful things or my lack of response because I'm doing something inside and you don't know what, but it's fine. Like it being unopen to critical feedback as a white person is so much so the wrong, the absolute wrong way to go and to close yourself off. Like that's the opposite of doing the inner work. It's a, such a huge part of it is being able to listen. I also feel like that being posted on social media is kind of um, an easy way out of engaging in political discussions and letting your point of view show on social media, which I think a lot of brand ambassadors and influencers mm -hmm. and people like that, 
have really like sneakily navigated during this time. Like this has been, you know, social media is, has been your livelihood. And now's the time you choose to not have an opinion or not influence someone in a way when it is, this is your agency. This is your time to actually influence somebody, but you don't want to turn off your, you know, your base that is politically red, or you're, mm-hmm. you're worried about rubbing someone the wrong way that uh, is earning you money. Like that's really what it boils down to. It's problematic on so many different levels. Yeah. And mm-hmm. of course, social media makes things, it like takes it to a whole nother level. And then mm-hmm. when it's a business, it takes it to a whole nother level. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was just shocked that this spiritual person would post something like that. Yeah. Just so unaware of how that could come off mm-hmm. to other people and how that thinking is just problematic in general. Mm-hmm. In general. Like, of course, if everything is, if you're privileged enough to, you know, be able to do this spiritual work, like I know I'm privileged that I get to like meditate every day. Like there's so many different things that we get to do that so many people can't. But having said that, there are so many people that are in the world just literally trying to survive Mm -hmm. because of the way that society is set up to Mm -hmm. keep them down. Yeah. So many marginalized groups. So Mm -hmm. they don't have the luxury to do the inner work because of the the external circumstances that are put on them. And there's nothing that they can do about that. Right. And so you're saying, no, you, you shouldn't be paying attention to like what's outside of you. You should just be paying attention to what's inside. And I'm thinking like, that's so messed up. Yeah. And what if your inside is shit? Yeah. Yeah, Right. They are like, yeah, people are just trying to survive. How can they not pay attention to the external things that are keeping them down? Yeah. But again, if you live in a world where you're not experiencing that, then it's easy for you to be like, oh, I don't have to pay attention to that. And so you reached out to her, which was like, which I respect so much. And if we all were more able to say something anytime, like something practiced enough agency to say like, hey, nope, I disagree with this. And this is exactly why. And like give a really wonderful explanation. I wish that that had been like, it sounds like it wasn't as not like well received, but like, it's not like, it doesn't sound like maybe the thought was placed in her response to your response. And that's frustrating Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, I would completely agree with what you just said. Yeah, I don't think that there was a lot of, I think there was just like another bypassing of what I said. So I had (laughs) responded like this huge, really long thing. And I had just said, I even said like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know the context of this. And I looked for it and I couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. But this made me think of spiritual bypassing. And that's because I thought of this example, blah, blah, blah. I pretty much said all that I just said, you know, mm-hmm. people with privilege, of course, it's easy for them to not let external forces influence their inner peace. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are just trying to survive. So like, that's not possible for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just said that we have a right as, as competent and privileged human beings to try to make a difference. And that internal work has to go outside of us at some yeah. point. Otherwise, what are we doing? We're not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are we doing? We're not using our privilege in the way that we should be. And she had just said, you know, yeah, for sure. Perspective is everything. And she told me that the post was about coronavirus and the fear that's being instilled through the government, which is another thing Mm -hmm. that at the time I didn't even respond because Mm -hmm. I'm like, again, if you don't know anyone that has died or suffered from coronavirus, then it's easy for you to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Right, right. Um, But I'm like, people are fucking dying. Like, how can you... But at the time I, I, because of her response, she was, she just said that and said, yeah, I'll keep this in mind. 
but the person that I shared this from is from a marginalized group. So that's interesting that you have that perspective. And I'm like, I bet that person, you didn't say they were a black person. So yeah, right. But marginalized group, because again, that white privilege can be experienced in multiple marginalized groups Mm -hmm. if they're white people, but they're Mm -hmm. still marginalized in Mm -hmm. a different way from a different social identity or cultural identity. So Mm -hmm. I didn't respond after that because it seemed like the conversation wasn't going in a great place yeah or it wasn't getting she wasn't trying to to see what you were saying it wasn't really a conversation so I was like okay just so interesting and I think that there can easily be a lot of spiritual bypassing Mm -hmm. in in this you know spiritual realm where we're talking about you know we're all we're all one and like you know Mm -hmm. we're all from the same source and we're all just human beings and all these really lovely things but depending on what context you're saying that in that's invalidating of people's experiences. Right, exactly. It's important to remember that. We're definitely in a time where, and even through places like social media, like it's so easy to see a quote over like a pretty background and be like, oh, this sounds great. Let me stick with that. But it's really a way of, it's really just a way of like avoidance of, Mm -hmm. of dealing with problems. And I think too, even in different faiths, like we can see that I'm sure in any faith we could see it, but we see, like, I know I've seen that in Christians too, where it's like, kind of like what you said with your past coworker who was with light and love at the end of like an aggressive email Mm -hmm. where it's like the good Christian woman is like, you know, let's all keep someone in their, our prayers when something bad happens, but someone could tell you like exactly how you could help them. And they'll be like, nah, that's, it's easier for me to do it the other way. Like, you know, just little yeah. ways that it's like, you can put your faith or your spirituality on top of your whole life and just make it mean what you need it to mean for you to feel good and not really investigate it or not investigate other problems that are outside of that spirituality or faith mm-hmm. um, and be doing yourself a disservice and everybody that has to live around you, you know? Yeah. No, 100%. I think it is very much a way of avoiding, of not having to like work hard or look at your own biases or recognize your own privilege. Because once you do realize that, then I think at a certain point, you're like, okay, why, what can I do to make a difference? And that, that seems like such a big question that some people don't want to do. Yeah, They don't want to, they don't know how, and it just seems so big. So not that it justifies, like it makes sense how people can stick with it the spiritual bypassing but yeah it doesn't justify it and you can't claim to like be a good human being and if you're not claiming to be a good human being and you're like yeah I am I'm racist and I'm like this and it's like, okay well I mean you're clearly gonna do whatever you want so. right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Right ahead. <laughs> but even reading the article about spiritual bypassing from John Wellwood uh he's not the author of the article Diana Robb I think is how you say her name is mm-hmm. the author of this article and talking about how people avoid therapy their whole life or develop habits on how to handle problems or better yet, not handle problems as opposed to seeking help like therapy, because they're saying, well, it's because of this. That's why I'm this way. And I know that I, I can certainly often place why I do certain things back to past instances, but it doesn't mean that I shouldn't focus on them. And some, and I'm guilty of that too. And sometimes being like, well, I'm this way because of this, but it's like, well, Haley, you probably fix that part of yourself. You know, you could do something about it. You know, it doesn't have to, doesn't mean you have to stay that way. So um, yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like um, it'd be a good thing to learn more about too. I definitely want to keep, reading more about it. I saw, I read an article from Psychology Today 
um, that is called What is Spiritual Bypassing? And then there was another article actually by Vogue. Let me find it. Yeah, look at all this research that you did. Yeah, you know, I had a little time. (laughs) Are you spiritually bypassing 2020 was the Vogue article. And that was really interesting too. So, and I think a lot of us, like this is a year that, yeah, we're trying to avoid some deep shit. But we, we shouldn't, you know, like these are real, real things that we need to focus on and, and make better. But it says in the book article, this is by by Sophia Lee, um, says, as we have witnessed some of this country's deepest flaws bubble to the surface, healthcare in- inequities, racial and social injustice, access to fair and free elections, it's perhaps understandable that so many of us would want to emotionally sidestep our realities, if just to maintain a sense of sanity. Given these complexities and the complexity of feeling multiple feelings at once feelings that might be difficult to put meaning or rationale to it's a lot easier to use spiritual practice to compensate for emotional issues rather than processing them um and i think that's so true um but we need to recognize when we're doing that because it's not going to get us or and especially the people who are suffering because of these inequities any anywhere further but Mm -hmm. I said this before Trump got elected the first time, obviously, mm-hmm. of, or no, it was like right after he got elected. And I heard a lot of other spiritual people saying this too. And I completely agree with it. And that he like, he got elected because so much of like things going on in America had been swept under the rug for so mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought we were doing so great and Americans are awesome. And then he did <laughs> and it brought out all that stuff. It like pulled the rug out. And now we're like, oh, Shit. yeah literally yeah. Like, look at all this stuff that we've been just like sweeping underneath and acting mm-hmm. like it's not here we haven't been addressing and now that he's not elected anymore thank goodness mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's still it's just showing us that there's still so much work to be done and not that I hope that no one expected everything to just be peachy once Biden got elected but it's yeah. clearly so there's still work that needs to happen and of course that work starts within mm-hmm. But then at a certain point, it has to move out from within you. Otherwise, like you're just having this whole like utopia inside of you moving around this broken world. Yeah. There's still just so much that needs to be addressed, especially with mm-hmm. bypassing spiritually or religiously or, you know, people just like not willing to look at their pri- privilege. Yeah. There's just so much. And yeah. And when you're only looking in, you're not looking out, which is part of the problem. Is like yeah. if you're only seeing your perspective, especially as a white person, mm-hmm. like that's it. That's hugely problematic. Oh, and it's just it's heartbreaking to still see the effects of all of the racism that really came up when Trump was president mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Asian community now. Yeah. And, and it's it's hard too to be like, wow, you know, that this. At, the the shootings in Atlanta were are awful. Um, knowing too, like this isn't new. Like this mm-hmm. is racism. That this is a isn't a one instance thing. This is a terrible, terrible, awful act that like acts uh, of the same um, intent. Mm-hmm. have been happening for so long and it's very easy not to focus on it and I mm-hmm. really hadn't and I feel terrible for that like there's just I mean that's even part of like living in this society where it just it happens so often that at mm-hmm. a certain point you have you do shut off because your yeah. your mind and your body just can't handle hearing more and more about all the awful things mm-hmm. I know I didn't hear about it when it first happened I just don't watch the news I haven't watched the news mm-hmm. in so long I just don't mm-hmm. watch the news because it is mm-hmm 
it's so hard to, to just see all the things that are going on, yeah. um, which I need to work on. I, I obviously need to be aware of like what's going on and hard, but it, it shows that there is clearly so much work that needs to be done. Absolutely. And, and even people like, obviously the person who did it and people who have racist ideals that mm-hmm. are, or I should say outwardly racist ideals, mm-hmm. but there's even so much of that within and we forget how embedded racism and yeah, racism is in the system and like mm-hmm. just within us, like even I was talking about it with someone and they had said, oh, I was saying it's a hate crime, obviously. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. it was the first day or the second day that it had happened after it happened Mm -hmm. and this person was saying well it's it's not just a hate crime because it happened to be Asian women and I believe an Asian man but um that that person didn't like say that it was because of that and it's like no that's not how that works no yeah (laughs) very much not how it works yeah he could have gone anywhere he chose to go to a place Mm-hmm. with Asian people yeah yeah and so just because he doesn't say that it's because they're Asian doesn't make it not a hate crime right it's very much a hate crime against a specific group and he might not even be aware like it might not be on the conscious level but I I mean I think it is on a conscious level yeah you take yeah. Like, a step mm-hmm. yeah no that's crazy yeah but a lot of people were saying that on the internet like it's not you know it was well, like even the police a little bit yeah, it wasn't justifying it that for so long. And mm-hmm. a bunch of newscasters were like, so we all know this. They still haven't said it yet. But yeah. like, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so embedded. And even I think the sheriff who was looking on, I believe he was the one who said all that, had racist t-shirts yeah. or something or hats. I don't remember exactly. Oh, but. I didn't even hear about that, but it wouldn't surprise me when he literally was like, yeah, he was having a really bad day. Like, just, ugh. And even that, when there, there's so, I mean, there's so many levels. Yeah. If you look at every single person that has ever shot up anything and they get taken in alive, they're yeah. always white versus right. all of these black men and women who are unarmed and aren't yeah. even most of the time doing literally, not that you would, yeah. not that you should not be doing anything bad and that justifies anything, but right. exactly, exactly. people are just unarmed, black people are unarmed and they yeah. just get killed on, on site. Like what? It's yeah. There's so many things. And yeah, then people saying, oh, he was having a bad day. But if it was any other person of a different skin color, yeah. they would be labeled as a terrorist right away. Oh, off the bat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm ready to move, but. Yeah. Racist, so. I know, I know. I don't know. Oh, there's a new um, series on HBO, a QAnon docu-series. We started it. <gasps> I just started it, so I don't okay. tell me anything. Okay, I didn't finish the first episode yet, but. Um, yeah, but it's just like, I mean, you just look at this and you're like, how uh, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. But but I know how we got here. We're a racist-ass country from the beginning. Like, yeah. just, did you watch um, HBO, The Messiah? Yeah. No, yeah. it's on my watch list. Um, I, I, I have to save it for when I like know out. Like, I couldn't even finish that one episode because I haven't watched anything over the last two weeks. Judas, Judas that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Everyone should watch it. Okay. But also, it's just so upsetting that that is, it was such a powerful movie and a story, mm-hmm. but none of that is taught in school. Mm. Like, what the actual fuck? Mm. Why are people not learning about this in school? This is a part of African-American history. This yeah. is part of American history. Yeah. So why is this not being taught? Wow. I feel like, maybe they mentioned the Black Panthers in school. Yeah. Like, one little sentence, but it's never really talked about. 
Canton and I have said multiple times, there's so much that like, why, why did we never learn about this? Like Juneteenth, Mm -hmm. we're like, why are we, why did, why why was this not a part of our elementary school education? This Mm -hmm. is, yeah. Um, And sundown towns. mm -hmm. I like just learned about that. Sundown towns? Yeah. It's towns in America where black people would be killed if they were there after sundown. What? Yeah. Was it like a part of Jim Crow laws or was Mm -hmm. it? Okay. It was, it was just like, if you were here when the sun was down, like they, black people knew not to go into certain towns and be there past a certain hour, because if you were there, they would just kill you. That's awful. Yeah. But we didn't have it in school. I just learned about that this summer from an HBO show. Uh, That one that you should watch too, but it's. Oh, Love Country. Yeah. Love. Thank you. Uh, I need to watch that one. I Yeah. That, that's gotta be high on my list too. I just need to like lately I've been only putting on things that I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep to this in 20 yeah. minutes, but don't I don't want to put any of these on that. Yeah. No, I haven't really watched anything recently either. Just sex in the city really, but. Ah, good one. But yeah. I fall asleep to that every time I watch yeah. it. That's a shit. Like, that's like such a bad show. Like we're now watching it. We're like, there's so many problems <laughs> here. But... There's so many problems. Yeah. There's a lot, but. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Also. Georgia's new the voting laws that they're trying to pass Mm. I wish I had done more research on this because I didn't realize we'd get into this but it's like it is a new Jim Crow it is it is taking away people's vote based Mm. on the color of their skin through little loophole ways that are that will make it harder for people of color to vote Mm. it is awful I mean there's so much going on there's in Kansas they just passed that trans youth can't have access to to health care like that's crazy Uh and in Tennessee I'm actually doing a project on this in my one of my classes in Tennessee they passed a law that counselors which is a completely against our code of ethics Mm -hmm. um, counselors can discriminate against their clients and not see them based on personal values which is not not allowed by the code it specifically oh. says like you have to do the inner work and you have to that is not a reason to not see, see someone but in Tennessee you can do that and it's came from a religious background of people not wanting to work with LGBTQ individuals because they don't believe in that lifestyle oh my god that was passed a few years ago so wow. yeah there's like there's so much going on that yeah yeah I I mean, yeah. How would you even know about it if you, if you're not, you know, actively looking for what's going on in the world? Right. Right. God, it's scary. It's so scary. Well, listeners, welcome back. (laughs) This is very deep, dark (laughs) episode. Yeah. But important. We're not going to spiritual bypass and be like, but we all love each other. (laughs) Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's important to talk about all the things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know there was a new moon too. Mm -hmm. I got my little shiny pop-up that was like, to do this are going to be really hard right now. And I was like, yup, they are. That's (laughs) why. (laughs) You guys, if you haven't already downloaded the Chani app, you're Mm -hmm. missing out. And every Monday or maybe Sunday night, she comes out with a podcast with like a whole week ahead. It's like 20 minutes. It's short and and sweet but 
it's just amazing. And yeah, the little pop-ups are, they give me so much life. Yeah. There's <laughs> all the time. Yeah. But yes, there was a full moon this past weekend mm-hmm. in Libra. Mm-hmm. So just as a reminder, full moons are all about like releasing and letting go. And then Libra is about balance and harmony and relationships mm-hmm. and finding that support mm-hmm. within your relationships and the balance within your relationships. Mm. So if you were having some things come up on the surface around balance and support in relationships over this past weekend, um, that's probably why the full moon in Libra. Mm. And it's really calling for us to look at, you know, where are we giving more than what we're receiving? Like are things mm. balanced in our lives within ourselves, mm. but also with the people that we interact with or love or, or have relationships with. And then in two weeks from now or a week and a half, there's a new moon in Aries. Mm. So I know we talked a lot about the astrological new year an episode or two ago. Mm-hmm. And that happened in, in the middle of March and mm-hmm. kicked off Aries season. But this new moon in Aries is going to like keep that drive going of like being bold, initiating things, starting new projects, just like kind of leaping and knowing that the net will appear. So mm-hmm. and that's yeah, on April, April 4th. April. Oh, on Easter. Oh, no, I lied. April 11th, April. 11th. Oh, okay. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. A week after. Um, so yeah, if you're feeling called to like start new projects or, or do new fun things or mm-hmm. yeah, or mm-hmm. if you just feel like a new freshness of energy, mm-hmm. then, then that will be, you know, really kicking that off too. Mm. And I actually, I just got a new tarot deck or Oracle deck and it's super amazing. So I'm mm-hmm. going to do a collective read for the month of April and post it tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I wasn't even thinking about it when I was doing it because I'm going to record it today and post it tomorrow but uh-huh. a lot of the things that are happening astrologically mm-hmm. are kind of shown in in the cards that I pulled so Ooh, fun. that's I'll cool and you were you were in another podcast recently yes our yeah. friend Lauren who we had last episode our amazing intuitive human design lady she just started her own podcast called open to alchemy mm-hmm. She's starting like so many things doing so much and that's that like you know manifesting Aries. generator <laughs> yeah yeah she's a manifesting generator and also that Aries energy that's going on right now yeah um but yeah I was on it talking about tarot so nice. go check it out if you search on apple podcast it'll come up on open alchemy and then it'll be there and I know she has another episode before the one with me so yeah go check her out and send her yeah. some cards. she's amazing Woo-hoo. yeah are you drinking anything right now I am I was drinking jam jar of course. Nice. Nikki loves jam jar. And they have it at TJ's now. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Except I never yeah. go there. Oh. <laughs> Love TJ's. Um, I am drinking a soft blanc from TJ's too. Let me grab the bottle real fast. But. All right. This is Nikau Point and it's from Marlboro and it's a soft blanc and it's from TJ's and it was like, I think like five or six bucks. So. Oh, so nice. Yeah. I like it when the good ones are cheap. Yeah. Jam jar, I think, is like $11, 11 or 12 So That's so, not bad. Still cheap. But I will say, at TJ's, it's $8.99. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will go there. Yeah. Good. So funny. I'll get it. I, I'm just going to get you one the next time I'm there, because that's where I'm doing my grocery shopping. Oh, well. Oh. You guys, thanks for listening, and yeah. stay tuned for... For my tarot reading for the collective for the yes. month of April, 
uh, coming out the day that, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, it'll be coming out today, mm-hmm. April 1st. And then, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're on spring break right now, enjoy it. Take time mm-hmm. for yourself. Really live it up. Yeah. Well, live it up as much as you can safely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Be safe. Yeah. It's weird to say goodbye to Nikki right now because I haven't seen her since last early last week and I won't see her again until early next week, which is like a weirdly long time. Yeah, I was but thinking about that. Goodbye right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been one of the longest times that we've gone without seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been like, what, two or three weeks? Yeah, yeah. Not even two weeks. <laughs> I feel like it's been... It feels so like it's been an eternity. Yeah. It feels like it's been so long. Yeah, but all right. Well, I can't wait to see you next week. Yeah. In yeah. a few days, kind of. Yeah. A week in, like less than a, a week. Less than a week. Yeah. We can do it. And listeners, thank you for listening. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. Woohoo. Bye. How do we turn this off? I don't know. Ah, shit.